Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hard Nine podcast. Today, as we sit, the evening of November the 27th, things are always sunny in St. Louis. Yeah, Sunny Gray, a Cardinal, um, as I think a lot of us expected, um, three years, 75 million. I really like the term on this deal. So that's the first thing I want to say. I like three years. Um, he has an option for the fourth year for 30 million that year if they decide to opt into it. We'll see what, how that goes. That's a club option. But I wanted to start on a positive note for Sonny Gray because, you know, I think there's a lot of people out there hoping they do more. And we'll we'll talk about that later and what the rest of the offseason looks like. But I want to start just focus on Sonny Gray and the good things. Since 2019. I think. I think <laughs> that's Mark. So what you're saying is we will start with the sunny side up. I'm not. Stop with these. Stop. Gosh. All right. Since 2019, Sonny Gray has a better ERA than Zach Wheeler, Blake Snell, and Dylan Cease, a better K per nine than Max Fried, Pablo Lopez, and Logan Gilbert, a better FIP than Shane McClanahan, Clayton Kershaw, and Zach Gallen, and more F4 than Justin Verlander, Brandon Woodruff, and Walker Bueller. The F4 one, I don't really like that one, only because um, all those guys have had massive injuries, but that's from Brandon Kiley. So he has been reliable, durable, and honestly pretty damn good, like really, really good. Um, the last few years, and if it wasn't for Garrett Cole's incredible 2022, I mean, 2023, he would have been a Cy Young winner this year. Like he probably would have won the Cy Young in the national league. That's how good he to, is to clarify for some of you before we get attacked, which I don't believe we will. Cause our listeners are the best. Thank you, by the way, for always tuning in. Uh, we, we have been doing fantastically well because of you all. Thank you. Hit that subscribe button. If you haven't welcome aboard, we're glad to have y'all, but just to clarify, he's not just better than those guys. Those are just the elite names, right? It's not yeah. just those oh, yeah. guys. He's better than 5.3. Well, I think war. they knew that. Like, but just wanted to clarify just in case 5.3 war last year. Like that's, that's top notch for a, I mean, that is high for a pitcher. He was one so, of the, I mean, there's no way, there's no reason to beat around the bush. He was one of the five best pitchers in baseball do, last year. Do you know off the top of your head? Cause I'm going to put you on the spot here. The, what the highest war from a Cardinal pitcher was last year in 2023. Do you know that? I, I That would get murky because Montgomery was the best pitcher and he left, but I would say it was probably Michaelis and probably maybe a two. I don't even probably blow that. I'll look that up. But I, I just thought about that, like right off the top of my head, because I mean, that's again, pitching, pitching in Minnesota, not a lot different than pitching in St. Louis. You're pitching in the central of the United States, like against the central, a lot of times what it what it to be fair to be honest when you called me this morning I thought something was wrong because you never call me at 8 a.m so I was confused and then when you said they signed Sonny Gray I thought you were pulling a prank on me and maybe it was April 1st because I had (laughs) taken Benadryl last night and I thought maybe I was in a Benadryl haze at 8 a.m but at my first reaction was oh man and and it wasn't a that's not a reflection on Sonny Gray I but then the more I sat and I looked up things and I thought about it throughout the day, I'm actually really pumped that Sonny Gray is a Cardinal. He said today, I wanted to be a Cardinal. Hey, add it to the list. You and everybody else who we've signed wants to be here. All right. So that's that's number one. But what it does I, is again, I sense a trend. It, it adds a lot more stability. I, I saw a couple of people on Twitter saying, I don't think we're any better than we were last year. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I just don't that. agree with that. I just don't agree with that. Well, it's just not true. Like, it's just like, like, there are some opinions that you can see this. That's just like, not true. They're, they're, they've improved quite a bit. They've improved the top of their rotation um, and they've rep- improved the bottom of their rotation. And we'll get to the um, rest of what they may do later. But 
Yeah, Sonny Gray's a really, really good pitcher. Like the the worry would be he's 34. How long is he gonna continue being this high caliber of a pitcher? Honestly, I don't know, but he kind of reinvented himself in Minnesota. He had two great years there, and he had he's kind of become a sweeper out um fastball pitcher on the outside corner of the plate. Um he's he's good. He's a really good pitcher, and it's an exciting signing. And I think if this came before Leonard and Gibson and, you know, the turmoil that caused on social media, I think people would be a lot more pumped for it. But and that's not fair to Sonny. Um, I saw some radio hosts in the city saying some things that I thought were one wrong, like just not true, but also disrespectful, um, disrespectful to him, which I don't I don't like. Um, take your anger out somewhere else. I don't like that's just ridiculous, but we should be excited about this signing. Should it be the only thing they do moving forward? No. And I think Mo knows that. I think the team knows that, but in a vacuum, the signing is great. Like it's a really, really I good mean, signing. To be fair. And obviously we don't know what their health looks like. We don't have a crystal ball sitting in, in front of us. I wish we did and make things way nicer for, for everybody here, but we don't, but they, they just added about 550, 560, 570 innings into that rotation. And, and yeah, you can say Montgomery was good last year. I get it. Flaherty was up and down. We've talked about miles, not great. Matt's injured, but everybody else gave you nothing. Wayno gave you nothing. The guys that we brought up, Jake Woodford, wasn't good. Um, Honestly, Zach Thompson, not great in the starting role, like Libertor, not great in a starting role. What you have done now is even though you've got age and when they are really long in the tooth, there's no doubt about it. I think average 35 years old in that rotation, but that's also veteran experience. Um, you can look at it whichever way you choose to look at it. Is son like I, I think I saw Kyle maybe pointed out there was not there's not a true ace on the market. You could argue that it's Blake Snell with his two Cy Youngs. I understand that. You you can't argue that it's Aaron Nola because yes, he's a top of the rotation guy, but I think we get that confused with an ace. And I hear the word ace all the there's only a handful of aces in major league baseball, like to be honest with you. Be and you added a you? guy. Sorry. I'll be honest with you. I think the term ace is stupid. It's just not being used. I agree. Um, you added a top of the rotation guy in Sonny Gray, who was a top of the rotation guy in a, on a playoff team last year and finished in the top two in Cy Young Award. Like, what else did you want coming in? Yeah, I wanted Yamamoto. I'm not even saying that's off the table. But let's be honest. Sonny Gray, not a not a bad um, bridesmaid there. Um, If you if I were to tell you that um, you could have a pitcher that had a 2.8 ERA – um, last year made made all thirty two starts to one hundred eighty four innings to the tune of a that um a two point eight three FIP a one point one WHIP um over a nine strikeouts per nine the lowest home runs per nine in all of baseball at point four only gave up eight all season is that an ace right yeah I mean again that's yeah. an ace like I agree with you like on this. I think we should eliminate the term ace I agree with that's that. a number it's one so pitcher in any but that's a number one starter I agree. In any, now, rotation just, in, the, in any rotation in the American League last year, he would have been their best pitcher other than the Yankees who have Garrett Cole. That's how good he was. So stop with this. I don't think he's a one. I agreed. don't care what you think. He was one last year, and they signed a good pitcher, and they, they need good pitching. They got right. one. Yeah, like, so I I'm agree. Kind of it, kind of. I like the more, the more that I really dug into it and had time to process and wake up and get out of my Benadryl head, um, I, would, I, I really love this signing, to be honest with you. Um, I don't think they're done. I don't think this is it. I don't it just starting with at the bare minimum, if they are done, I don't love the idea that miles Michaelis is your number two. So we'll, I can say that. However, that's not miles's fault. That's not Sonny Gray's fault. That's no one's fault because coming into the season was miles Michaelis. He was your number one. So at least we've moved him back one. <laughs> at least we've done that. So there you go. 
I also just like the numbers are whatever, like one through five. Who cares? They've got innings to get through the trade deadline. They've got innings to get through the season. You know what they're not going to have to do this season, barring major injuries, which obviously you can't predict. You know what they're not going to have to do? They're not going to have to get J.A. Happ and John Lester. You know what they're not going to have to do? They're not going to have to get Jose Quintana and Jordan Montgomery. Well, yes, those two moves really worked out. You didn't get them because you thought they were going to be as good as they were. That's not why that happened. They got them because they needed innings in the worst way. They aren't going to need that. And I'm not saying this offseason is perfect. They shouldn't be done. They have money. They're a rich organization. They should get somebody else. They shouldn't be out on Yamamoto. They shouldn't be out on anyone that's really, really good at all, ever, honestly. But this is a good start to the offseason. It's not even December, and they've got almost 600 innings covered for next year. One really high-quality starter. That's about as good as you can ask at from November 27th. The uh, the devil's advocate and the opposite side or the opposition would say, well, when they get hurt, just remember this, because that's what everybody will be saying. Well, that's what you get when you have a starting rotation of over 35 or whatever like that. And I understand that argument. I really do. But don't tell me that young guys don't get hurt either. So, well, yeah, but you have a starting pitchers. Full of- full of young guys who have had a track record of being able to throw a lot of innings. You don't have a bunch of, you you didn't sign three Jacob DeGroms. No. Injury wise, obviously DeGrom, hell of a pitcher. If they signed three Jacob DeGroms, I'd be ecstatic, but you get what I'm saying. They didn't sign like Sonny Gray's goes goes on the injury list relatively regularly. You can probably expect him to miss a few starts last year. He was healthy. I hope he's healthy again. Um, Maybe he's found that, you know, perfect median of what he needs to do to stay healthy, but he has had a track record of getting injured for, you know, a couple of weeks at a time. But that's just that's pitching. That's just going to happen. Right. That's that's it. Like that's the thing. Whenever anybody pops off and says, "Well, he has a history of injury concern," every pitcher has injury concern. There's that with every single most pitcher every that you're pitcher, going yeah. to go out. Yeah, I mean, almost everyone. So I think if you were to look at the free agent market, Yamamoto is still a question mark. He's never pitched in Major League Baseball. We love him because he's been great in Japan. He's 25 years old. Like the international market would be fantastic, and I'm not I'm not scratching him off yet. I'm saying that I'm, it's going to be hard. Like that's going to be a difficult sign right there with the money. However, however, I do believe that if you were to look at the starters and you put all their their stats without the names, you know who popped out the most? It's Sonny Gray. Like it really is over Nola, mm-hmm. over Snell, over fill in the blank. Maeda, fill in whoever you wanted that's on that free agent market. Jordan Montgomery. It's it's Sonny Gray. I think. I think there's a legit argument that projecting into 2024, you could predict that next year he might be the best pitcher out of everyone that's been that's going to be signed. Yamamoto is going to be a rookie, so we'll see. I think he's going to be good, but you know you got to give him a one year grace period before he figures Major League Baseball out. Um, Aaron Nola had over a four ERA last year. Like, let's not pretend that didn't happen. Blake Snell is obviously really really good when he's on, but there's times where he's not on. Most often he's not on. And, uh, you know, Monty's not an ace. Like, he's not – he's never put up a year Sunday Gray just put up. So there's a real chance that looking ahead and after 2024 that he was the best pitcher in 2024 of anyone that signed. That's not it – that because he was the best in 2023 of all of them. So that's not even an unrealistic thing to say. And I'm not saying he should be your number one because I, I believe that they should go after Yamamoto. I really do. I believe they should still do that. And I think they're going to try it. Honestly, I do. Try to figure it out. But – um, I am very excited about the signing more so than I was when I woke up and saw the news because I was really hoping it was Yamamoto and it wasn't. And I was a little bit like reactionary and shot off some tweets I've since taken down because they were stupid. And I kind of researched it more and I've been, and I've kind of fallen in love with um the idea and his press conference was great. Like he seems like an awesome guy. 
um, with a great story about his, he didn't tell the story, but his father passed away when he was 14 and it's made him like appreciate baseball more. And like that, he really like dives into his work. Um, so he's endearing himself to Cardinal nation already. The first words out of his mouth were, um, I've wanted to be a Cardinal for over a year, basically, which I'm like, damn shots at Minnesota. We just got all these guys that wanted to be here before they left. So yeah. I, I, what I really, else is he going to say? A plus signing off season incomplete. Agreed. Awesome. I agree 100%. And, you know, it's, I, I was a little bit encouraged by Mo's comments or Derek, I guess Derek Gould's comments from Mo. I guess that's what it was from that now they've got the needs, but they're looking at the wants. That was tells just, me, a, that wasn't a Mo comment. That was a Gould. Um, Gould. That's what I, that's what I corrected it. myself. Yeah. But it does feel like, I mean, they've, they, they're at 47 million. If you, if you take into account that they do make a Stephen Matz trade or they do make a Tyler O'Neill trade, that does open up quite a bit of money there. I'm not saying it's Yamamoto. I'm just saying that does open you up to a lot of money, whether it's a deal for a glass now or it is a Yamamoto. I mean, I don't know. It could be none of them. And if it's mm-hmm. not, then we can react to the the what what was the final offseason and what they actually did versus what we think they might do or what they've yeah. done up to now. Because as you said, right now it's incomplete because we don't know what that roster is going to look like come March. It's not even the way, like it's not even on the winter meetings yet. Um, that's a crazy that it feels like the offseason's over. It's not even close. Here, here's my thing. Um, they're gonna do the Zoom interview meeting with Yamamoto because why wouldn't you? Like it'd be it would be malpractice to not do it, even if you don't have the intention of you know going as hard after him as some other teams. Um, and Yamamoto's doing this thing where he's like, We're gonna see who the finalists are and all this, whatever. He wants to be courted, and that's fine. Um, if the Cardinals are told that they're a finalist and he wants to go to St. Louis, I think they're gonna give him an offer. Because it would be dumb of them not to, regardless of payroll, regardless of all of this. If he says, I'm interested in coming to St. Louis, I think they're going to probably try to make it work. Now, if he says he's not interested in coming to St. Louis, then it's a good thing they signed Sandy Gray because they weren't getting him anyway. So yeah. I, I do think they're – I don't think they're going to close the door on that because I don't know why they would. But I'm not going to say it's the most likely thing to happen. I don't – I still want to give them – you know, a high percentage chance to land him. But I, I don't think the door is closed, or at least I don't think it should be on Yamamoto if he wants to come to St. Louis. If he doesn't, um, then you're not going to outbid those teams anyway. So do you hypothetically, again, let's look into the future. If this is all they do at the starting rotation, are you going to be happy, uh, intrigued, concerned, all of the above? Like, I'm just looking at it. If we go into the year where we're going gray, Michaelis, Lynn, Gibson, Matts, there are, that's a lot of questions to me. I don't agree with that. Okay. Well, to me, it just, where are the questions? The questions are, is can Lance Lynn bounce back after last year? That's one, but he's going to, but you know, he's going to give you innings at least. I, 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 but you've even pointed out many times. That's why I want to know there's difference between Mm -hmm. innings and good innings and quality innings. So, all right. But I think, so I think is Lane, Miles Michaelis on the regression? Yeah. Is that what we're okay. going to get? Are we going to get 23 miles? Or Like there are a lot. I mean, every one of them comes with questions, which we have had in our rotation for a long time. I think yeah. Sonny Gray, the least of all. But the other four all do have massive questions. When you have three guys in your starting five who led the majors in, in hits given up, that is great because of innings, but it's also it is what it is. I think here's where the point that I've landed at. And I, I'm not going to be like necessarily happy. I'm not going to be jumping for joy about what they did. Um, I think they need to do more. So that's just, I'm just going to say that up front. They need, if Yamamoto says, Hey, I'm interested in St. Louis, then offer him as much as you can feasibly offer him and see if he accepts it. 
Straight up. Like, I don't even care. I don't care. Like, you should be doing that. You're a major league baseball team that's hugely profitable. You, you're going to have, um, you know, the two guys you just signed this year and Gibson and um, Lance Lynn, their money's off the books next year. You're going to have more money off the books in two years. You can structure the contract where he's making less money this year if you want to do that. Um, there's a lot of options here that you can trade Steven Match. You can trade all these guys. You can make it work. So I still think they're going to try to see if they can make it work. But answer your question, if this is the only stuff thing they do, um, I think it can work to the trade deadline and you can go and then you're not, maybe you won't have to attack innings. Then maybe you'll have that covered. You could just go for upside. Maybe Corbin Burns is available then from, could maybe gets traded to a bad team or whatever happens. But I don't really care about the numbers in your rotation as much until the postseason because that's really yeah, that's when, it, when it matters. Other than the first five games of the season when you're actually lining up. Like, other than that, it doesn't really matter. I think all five of the guys they have in their rotation can give you chances to win consistently, besides Matt, and that's really because. He's inconsistent and injury prone. But the other four, I think more times than not, will give you a chance to win a baseball game when they go out there. Uh, I had a couple people say today, oh, nobody's going to want Matt's. I don't necessarily agree with that. I do. I don't know if you have to spend a couple million there. But as you pointed out to me earlier, we did spend $10 million on, on Lance Lynn and 12 and a half on Kyle Gibson. $11 million for uh, upside of Steven Matt's, which here's what happens. We trade Steven Matt's. We know what happens. He's going to have the best year of I don't, his career. I mean, what he does, good for him. Like, here, you know what makes a lot of sense? Like, almost too much sense? Um, Steven Matz and someone else going to the race for Tyler Glass now. I agree. I agree with that. Like, that makes – Steven Matz would be, be fantastic. Or, or do you think Bay. it would be O'Neal? Neither. I think it would be someone way better than both of them. I think well, it would I would be hope Burleson. not for one I, – oh, oh, you think – okay. So you it's put gonna be a bidding above war. Tyler O'Neal. Well, just the year, just the years of service time, the control, makes it more okay. valuable. Okay, and I, I think he's that. a better hitter than both of them consistently. Like he's going to be consistently better, I think. Um, yeah, there's going to be a bidding war for Glass now. So even if it's not equal value, you still have to offer them the most. Like that's just the way it is. That that move would make a ton of sense, especially like if you're the Cardinals, they got their seventeen innings, right? They got Lynn and Gibson and Miles and Sonny. They're all going to give them a decent amount of innings, barring injury, which we can say for every pitcher. It's not a perfect time to take your shot and risk it on a high upside yes. number potential number one in Tyler yes. Glass now. Like it makes so much sense for them to do that. As long as the price doesn't get to the Gorman Donovan asking price, which I don't think it will, because who's going to be willing to pay that? I don't see that uh, for anywhere. one year of Tyler Glass like, now. Like so, that's the move that makes a ton of sense now, and like that's your half, like your half starter, because he's more than that when he's healthy, but he's probably only going to give you. 100 innings, but those 100 innings, if they come at the right time, can win you a World Series. So that's a move I, I would be very interested to see if they're willing to make now. Yeah, it's going to be so interesting to see what they do. Do you think they make another move before the winter meetings? Or do you think it's, wait, we're going to get, we've got what we really wanted to set out and get, which we were innings, obviously. We landed three star, three arms, and we're going to go ahead and get to the winter meetings and then go from there. And I'm not counting Yamamoto. Obviously, that could be a different story, but yeah. I, I think they're going to have their meetings with Yamamoto this week. Everyone, every team, all 10, 12, 15 teams that are going to do it. I think he's going to tell whomever is a finalist. And whatever happens there is going to dictate the rest of this uh, December for them. Like if he tells them they're a finalist, I think they're going to say, okay, we're going to see if we can make this work because this is a future investment for the organization as a whole, not just into one player. This could be massive for the Cardinals. So I think they're not going to close the books on it. And then if that happens, then you could see at the winter meetings, you know, guys like Matt's being dealt. But if they're, if they're not in the conversation for Yamamoto after this week, um, 
then I still think you're going to see trades at the winter meetings. I don't know if they're going to do anything before then, though. This this one time when we were te- when I was teaching during COVID, we were doing Zoom faculty meetings and Zoom like professional development. And somehow I tried to leave a meeting early because I was like bored with the the meeting was like awful. And I hit some button on Zoom and somehow ended up in the administrators meeting. I was in there with the prince. Like I just popped up. They're having a meeting. And in was, was my fate, my mug just staring at them. Do you think there's a way you can find that button on Zoom to get yourself into the meeting with Yamamoto, uh, Mo, whoever else is in there, probably Lars, maybe Lars's mom. Do you think you can try so to find that button? I don't know what button I hit, but it sent me somewhere that I was not supposed to be. So if you could make that happen, I think everyone that views and listens to this podcast would be incredibly happy with you. Don't you think those meetings are probably far more boring than we than we think they are? I just want – I don't know. That's why I want you to be in there. I, yeah, I'd be interested to see. You need to find no, the yeah, hex I'd, key and get in there. That'd be great if I could like if I could do that. I don't think – I wish I knew what I hit. Me. I thought I just hit end, leave meeting, and it just <laughs> somehow I ended up somewhere I was never supposed to be. <laughs> I and they, I, I just popped in there. I was like, hi, guys. And I left really quickly because <laughs> I was so uncomfortable. But – that's what i, I don't think any happen. of them would appreciate me being in there they That's were like noble saying. they just like stared at me it was like the weirdest <laughs> thing of all time but uh, you know here there i was so i want you to find a way in that would be great do you think let me ask you another question about that mm-hmm. do you believe that we will we the joe schmoes of the world will know yamamoto's finalist do you think that's going to be public record or do you think that's going to be mom's the word within the each of the organizations do you know what i'm saying like do you think yeah, that goes th- out I almost wonder how accurate these rumors are about those. It just seems so weird to me the way they're, they're like kind of setting this up like it's almost like a video game. Like, okay, he goes here and they talk to him and then right. finalist, well, now I'm going to America to see the cities. Like, that's weird. If, if that's the case and he's genuinely going to the cities after he decides they're finalists, um, I don't know how he could keep it a secret. Like, you how think could, he's traveling all over the country. Someone's going to see him at some what point. If he does, what if he does a press conference and he has like, all 30 MLB hats out and he just like throws them off the table as he gets down to his final ones. Yeah. Or like on, on get up. The only good thing on get up is when they smash the helmets, when they're picking the winners, he has all of them and he's smashing the ones that he's not going to go to until you have like four left. And then we're like, then we know where he's going to go. He's the, the athletics has not even there. No, they don't even bring it. They only really brought in. It's interesting. I have a question for you because this is how I kind of view the situation going. Um, I think they're going to still do their due diligence with him. I don't think by any means they're going to close the book on it right now. There's no reason for them to do that. Like, there's no reason. Um, so I think they're going to have their Zoom meeting or whatever the hell, even if it's only five minutes or it's two hours. I don't know how these things work. But do you think if Yamamoto were to say, I'm interested in playing in St. Louis, like just straight up during that meeting, he's heard from Lars and Sotoguchi, whoever, and he's like legitimately interested. Like not saying, I'm not saying you're my only destination, not like Sonny Gray, who's been wanting to be a Cardinal for a year or whatever. He's like, I am inter- You're one of my four, five teams that I'm really interested in. Do you think the Cardinals make a competitive offer to him? I want to, Kev, I want to say yes. I, I totally want to say yes. You, but I had two buddies text me this morning. Again, morning, Mike, not as pumped up about Sonny Gray as afternoon and evening Mike are. So I'm getting there. I, I want to say yes, but again, I go back to that old saying that I use way too often. It's probably idiotic, but past performance predict future outcomes. And it just tells me that that's, I mean, that seems to be a number that I don't think the Cardinals or Bill DeWitt Jr. are going, or Senior are going to get to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in I mean, my mind. with David Price. 
my realist. Yeah, yeah, but again, that took place not after you'd signed Lynn Gibson, not after you signed forty-seven million in pitching. Yeah, right. So mm-hmm. that that to me doesn't count. Um, I'm talking about the 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 sum of the four. That's a number that really I don't know that they're comfortable with. I almost think that if they're going to do that, then we're going to see Tyler O'Neill traded and Steven Matz traded soon. Tyler O'Neill's gone either way. Here's the thing, though. Like, it's not like they're paying these guys now. So, like, even if you do that and they know they can trade O'Neill and Matz, it doesn't need to happen before because they don't have to pay that salary now. But another thing that's interesting to me, and I don't know the answer to this. No one knows but Bill DeWitt and maybe John Moselak, if he even knows. Um, I wonder if the Lance Lynn-Kyle Gibson one-year deals. I know they have options. Hopefully both those guys are on their options. That'd be great. That means they're really good. But for right now, they're one-year deals. Um, I wonder if Bill DeWitt... In order to get this thing back on track for 2024, to bridge it to Roby and Hintz and Jerkby and all those really, really talented young guys, if he'd be willing to stretch the budget for one year, knowing that that $20 million is coming off in 2025. In the past, the answer has been he hasn't. But let's hope that he does. I, I, They've never been in this I'm situation, still, though. That's why I'm until, until those doors are closed, in my mind, everything is on the table. But I'm not going to like last week when we did this, I was really honestly gun ho that Yamamoto was probably going to be a Cardinal or at least it was a really good. See, shot. I've never been on that. I've never I know, been on that. That's me. That's my fault. I told you. Yad I have always thought here. it's unlikely. I think they're yeah. going to try. That's always been what I've said. Originally, it was unlikely. Then I start to see the stars align. And when the stars start to align, I'm like, well, maybe. And then my hubris got the best of me. And I was like, oh, it's going to happen. And then I woke up this morning to in a Benadryl haze with you telling me Sonny Gray was a cardinal. And I lost all faith in humanity. And then I got better. So I'm really happy that yeah. Sonny is here. So the, the another thing's interesting, though, like if you're Yamamoto, and like let's, in, in a world where he's like, I actually wants to be a cardinal, which is reports that there's like, he has interest. I don't think he's ever going to be to a point. He's not from America. That he's ever going to be at a point where he's like, I really want to be here. I'm coming to you guys. Make me the best offer you can. I'm coming. I don't see that being Yamamoto's deal here. But in the event that he's interested, um, having Sonny Gray now and having at least some sort of semblance of a solid rotation um, probably makes it more intriguing. Like, you know, like you now it's not just going to be him and a pile of misfit toys. Like it's going to be him, another really good starter, and then three back end guys. And the rumor we need to get to here that makes this all really interesting is Stephen Matz being shopped um, by the Cardinals according to MLB nerds. Yeah, yes. that's just – that's clickbait verbiage. I don't care about that. Of course the, it is. Of course it but, is. And I, no one else has confirmed this, okay? No one else has been able to confirm that this is happening. They were told this. They're they're fairly reliable. They say a lot of things, but they've gotten some things right. They've gotten credited from Ken Rosenthal for breaking news before. So they're not completely like out of the no um, MLB scoops type bullshit that happens. So that if that's true and they're shopping Steven Mass, that makes it really interesting. That means they're planning on getting another starter. Agreed, which they need to. But here, but once again, the flip side of that is is Steven Matz. Steven Matz has the second most upside of any starter in this rotation, probably. Agreed, one hundred percent agreed. At the very agreed. least, third. Like you, you could say you the most Lance important Lynn part of this. Maybe. The most important yeah. part of this whole Zoom thing is who is most translator. So if there are any translators out there, please get in contact with Mo because you have said on here before, and we know that sometimes, many times, Japanese. The translation can get, as the movie said, lost in translation, correct? Like there is there is a lot of that. What we don't need to happen is him to say, I feel like it is my destiny to play in St. Louis. Mo hears density <laughs> as in back to the future and like closes the fucking laptop in an anger fit and walks away. So we've got to make sure that, that every word is like 
we need we need we need preciseness in you know where right i there. thought you were going with that I thought you were going to say whatever translate translator Mo's using should just like, if even if Mo's like not very interested, should even just better. change it and say, we want you to be a Cardinal. Here's 300 all, million. All he's and saying just, is how Mo's much just, he wants to play in St. Louis. That is all I've heard no, for 20 no, minutes. I'm just saying, Mo, Mo's just smiling in the corner. Like he, what yeah. he wanted to say was, Hey, how's your day? And the translator's like, He's offering you $400 million, and Mo's just like, no idea it's happening. Equally better. Equally better. It's We don't need uh, we don't need the first one. Do not like do not mess it up. That's they, all I'm when, going to say. When they go to the paperwork, hey, Mo, I need a quick signature here. But just don't look at it. It's not important. Just say, right, sign just it. Just sign it. Just sign it. That's what your mom does to me. Just sign it. Um, there was something else I was going to say. And do you I think Stephen like Mass is going to get traded? I'm just going blunt with it. <laughs> I do believe, okay, what I will say is I do believe they're shopping him. I don't know what the interest is. I do believe there will be teams who are interested in an $11 million starting pitcher who has upside and has two years controllability. Because even, again, if it doesn't work out where the team is good, and let's say Matt's is solid somewhere, that's another trade piece at the deadline that a team is going to look at. We've noticed, I mean, the Marlins have been doing this for years, and I've talked about it. This is how teams operate. Like, And I think the Cardinals, that's what they did with Lennon Gibson also. If it goes, if it goes haywire... Not because of those two, but every, everything else goes bad. We've got a couple pieces we can deal at the trade deadline to continue to add. Let me, I know what I wanted to ask you. The one you answer my question. Oh, I, well, I don't have an answer. It goes back to my Yamamoto question. I do believe that where there's smoke, there's fire. And I, I also do believe that they are going to try to trade him. Do I believe he gets traded? I don't know who's the, who, the, who the takers are. I don't know what the terms of that are. Do I believe they're going to try to? I actually totally do believe they're going to try to My trade second question. Steven Matt. Yeah. Do you think they should trade him? If they're – okay, this is an easy one. I can answer this one. If in the in the cards is to add an arm that either slots ahead of or right behind Sonny Gray, then yes. That's what I'll the say. tough part about that, though, is then you have to make that move first because you can't trade Stephen Matz over a hope that you get Yamamoto. Uh, that's a good point. That's a good point. So if they're going to move Stephen Matz, that needs to happen after you get whomever's replacing him. Which also sort of hurts your leverage. No, it doesn't because people need starting and pitching. You know, that's like true. here's the thing that like you say that if the Cardinals went to the Mariners and went, wanted Brian Wu is are the Mariners going to have hurt leverage because no, they have seven true. starters. The other thing is, and I, I told you this on the phone today when we were talking that let's say they do add to the starter in anticipation of dealing Steven Matz and they can't get a deal done with Steven Matz. You yeah, and I have talked starters. on here and everywhere else. That's a $10 million bullpen arm, which by the way, guys is what bullpen guys all of a sudden are making anyway. Mm -hmm. So put him in the bullpen, say, we need you for one inning, throw 97, we saw or he you was run a six-man rotation out there for and you, a couple And then weeks. you also have help. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that you yeah, have see, a I don't think it's there. Gonna... Oh, I, don't... I will, I will I say my, talk, honest, my honest We talk thing, ourselves out of it. My, my honest thing here is I, I don't think they're going to trade Stephen Matz because I don't think – well, I don't know what they're going to do. That's all I'll say. I don't know. I honestly have no read on the situation. So for me to say one way or the other, I don't I, – I, that'd be me being um, untrue to actually what I believe. I don't know. I don't think I do think the percent the chance of them getting Yamamoto went down today. I'll be honest, it went it went down, but yes. it's not at zero. It's not like I I still think there's a world where if the stars continue to align, I can't see the Cardinals not seeing this as a golden opportunity. Like we saw this with Juan Soto, it was very similarly. They didn't need Juan Soto in 2022. They didn't need to go unload the farm for him, which they tried to do. They saw an opportunity that was very unique. 
It would have really helped him out for three years, and they went after it. Did they get him? No, but they did try, and we know that based off all the reporting, everyone's done. So the Cardinals are have always been this team that says we have this like quote unquote budget. It's a soft budget. Like we're sticking to this budget unless there's an opportunity that arises that we can't say no to. I would say Yamamoto probably fits under that umbrella if they feel they can realistically acquire him. But I don't think they wanted to go into um, after the winter meetings, which is when Yamamoto is supposed to be signing, probably hoping that they got him and everyone else being gone. That would have been irresponsible. So I think it's kind of stupid for people. Not stupid. It's kind of unrealistic for people to expect them to really go gung-ho for Yamamoto. But if they would have missed on him and Sonny Gray's gone, we Arenola was already gone. If Blake Snell was gone and then Montgomery's gone. And then who knows where Lennon Gibson, like then they're stuck and they didn't get better at all. So they, at least now they have this and they don't have to be desperate in those negotiations, which is a good thing because desperation does not work for the Cardinals. And I, I'm going to give us a massive shout out on a skill set that I think we have that we don't even realize we have. And that is turning every new Cardinal pod we do into a Yamamoto pod. I think that we're really fucking good at that. Like we, I, hey, Sonny, I thank coming you, back to but it. do you think we're getting Yamamoto? Lance Lynn? Sure. But do you think like that we are really good at this? So let's just My keep this no, running I don't think until we get it. to do the Yamamoto one. Um, let me, the final question I had for you. We're manifesting great deal. Are, I was a little shocked that they're willing to give up their highest draft pick that they've had in a long time for Sonny Gray, along with the money that did, I'm not gonna lie, that did surprise me a little bit. Where, what do you think? I think he was the guy they wanted. Um, and that's the price of doing business. That just is like, you, you were going to give up that pick for nearly anyone, but Jordan Montgomery. And I, I like Monty a lot. And I told you this today, like if they signed Monty, great. I'd love to have Monty yeah. back. I'm a big Monty fan. I like the way he goes about his business. I think he's really, really good. The moment's not too big for him. We saw that in this postseason. He's a great pitcher. Um, but outside of like Monty, everyone else you're getting is either worse than Sonny Gray or going to also cost a pick. And I like the three-year deal of this. Because let's say Sonny Gray, you know, knock on wood, but he has some injury problems or age just starts to take its toll as it does on people. Three years, man. You got three years. It's not going to send the albatross. It can't possibly be. It's three years. So I, I'm not surprised because I think everything else was so attractive to them that the pick was worth giving up. And I honestly agree. I think the contract being three Thanks. years, I think Sunday Gray being as consistently good as he's been over the last decade, really, other than this one Yankee year where um, they tried to change his entire arsenal in one offseason and it just didn't work. It's not the bright lights, like people are saying. that He's spoken outwardly about them trying to change him as a pitcher, and it didn't work. But other than that one year, he's been very, very good, and I think they just liked him. And I can't blame him. I like him too. Um, before we get out of here, is it? do you kind of see Jordan Montgomery as a 31-year-old left-handed Lance Lynn? That's who he kind no, of reminds me of. No, I, the bulldog mentality I see. Yeah. Lance Lynn, but here's the thing that I don't think I've ever watched a pitcher that's like Lance Lynn. I love Lance Lynn. He you just throws three, he shows three different kinds of fastballs. We got to get him on this a shit ton of strikes a shit ton of people out and yells at them in the process. Like I've never seen I fucking anything love like that Lance guy. Lynn. I hope we get 2022 Lance Lynn. Man, can, I am so I, be, I, I honestly, love that guy. There's a chance and I'm not saying a a great chance, but in my mind there's a chance he's your second best pitcher next year. Well, you could say that about all those guys, right? There I No, mean, but I think he put, has a better chance than anybody else. You just said four. earlier that Matt's has the highest upside. Yeah, but he never reaches it. <laughs> it's all true. Right. Like that's yeah. not even to be mean. Like he has no, a, he's, no, no, he's talented as all hell. 
Like he's incredibly talented, but I haven't seen him reach it and stay on the field at the same time. Like he, I, I, I hope even if Matt's in the card, I hope he's great. I like Stephen Matt's, but me too. Um, like I think there's a world where Lance Lynn, I'm not saying he's going to be 2021 Cy Young vote Lance Lynn, but there's a chance where he's like a sub four ERA Lance Lynn that's still striking out 10 per nine. And he's like, you give that guy a ball in the, in the in a game three of a postseason, and he's doing great things for you. I could see that world. Is it likely? Maybe not, but it wouldn't shock me. I wouldn't be yeah, like, I oh, agree. I can't believe Lance Lynn's good. Like that wouldn't surprise me. So I, I don't know. I'm coming around on what they've done so far. And I will be, I will say Mo press conference today. Um, most of it was about Sonny as it should be. He was in attendance wearing number 54 um, with his um, unfortunately balding head, which is fine. He's getting up there in age. Um, but um, Mo did say they know they're not done. This is, he said, once again, this is just a day. This is a great day for us. This is a great signing we just made. We really are happy with it, but we are not done. We have two months left. We're not closing the door on any opportunities that are coming our way, which is exactly what you want to say. Cause you shouldn't be coming out and saying the same things he said after the Lennon Gibson signing, because then we were like, we got to get someone good. <laughs> like you got to get someone that's guaranteed to be good. Um, so I, I think the overreactions on Twitter need to kind of go away. And I was a part of it at one point. But they kind of need to like yeah. just relax. You were sort of the ringleader. I was not. I was awake early. Part of it was I was cranky that I got up to pee for the first time. I never got up to pee in the middle of the night. It was like seven, and it wasn't the middle of the night. It was the morning. That's but not I was the middle get, of the night. People I know, but norm. But I was going to be asleep for like another hour, and I got up at like seven thirty. Went pee, got my phone. I was like, wait, what the? I thought I was getting pumped that they had made a sign. There's no sleep. No, no. How many coffees you is can't. he drinking? A lot, probably. And also, there is another. Before we get out of here, one more thing I want to talk about. Um, unless you have anything else, obviously you can add that after. But Robert Murray, who is he breaks news, he's in the know in baseball. I'll say, um, did say that he has heard from everyone that's talked to the Cardinals within our Cardinals organization that he has talked to even after the Sunny Gray that this is quote just the beginning of the Cardinals offseason. Hey, which is crazy because that's not like, what you tell me. They're going to make like eight more moves. It's just the beginning. I don't think so, but I do think it is people believe outside of our show and outside of the Cardinals that this probably is not the end of what they're doing. If they can accomplish something else, hopefully. All right. So. All right. Um, Open arms next. I think that's my prediction. Yeah. Joe Kelly. I think they should just trade for him. I thought he's a free agent. No, trade for them, not him. Oh, I see what you're saying. My I'd be in on it. Like, sign Joe Kelly. Here's my thing. Sign as many relievers to one-year deals as you can and hope they work. That's cool with me. Yep. Uh, my last message, my last message to Sonny Gray is that, Sonny, yesterday our life was filled with rain. You looked that up. Is that what you're doing on your phone? I had to make sure I got it right. No, I did not look it up. I didn't look it up. I you're did lying. I saw it in no, your I glasses. I know you did. You don't see it in my glasses. You don't, you don't see my, my, I did want to make sure that I got it right. That's got to be his walk-in up song. That's got to be his entrance song. I don't Sunday. know what his song is. Yesterday, my point four home runs per nine, Dad. Rain. Huh? Point four home runs per nine is incredible. Eight yeah. home runs and, and also, honestly, I don't know the stats, but I've got to imagine Bush better pitchers park than, than uh, Target Field. Target field's pretty good for homers because it's so deep in center and the yeah. wall's massive all, all the way in right field, but um, probably comparable, I would say. Comparable fields. All right. All right. I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty happy now. I told you. Evening, Mike. But I did have tamales for dinner. That did help. So, yeah. Um, I you things, anything else before we get out of here? Uh, no. I No. 
couple things. We got a couple exciting things on the podcast that we're going to be releasing this week. I think that'll be cool. Uh, that'll be for, I think, hopefully cool. Like, I think it looks good. I think what we have Your done news. looks really good. Huh? The news is that we're announcing news later. Yeah, right. right. Well, it's it's called a tease. You're in the business. You should know. I'm not in the bit. I'm not, I can't say anything more. I'm going to say it. I'm going to end up saying it. I don't want to edit this, so I'm not doing it. You're going to say something about Sonny? No, I love Sonny. Sonny, oh, so true. I love Okay, you. come on. This is getting ridiculous. I'm tired. I'm going <laughs> to oh, end it. Anyway, we do have some cool myself. stuff coming up that I think we're excited to announce for the Christmas season and then some other things coming forward. Uh, we got to get Lance Lynn on the program. That's number one. How do we get Sonny Gray? Sonny, if you're watching, buddy, uh, get out, reach us. You can DM me. Let's go. Let's get you on here. We would love to have you on. He made a so, funny comment. Um, he made a funny comment at his press conference that said what he learned through this free agency period is that people online don't know anything, which I thought was funny. He's probably talking oh, about us. Very, very. No, we're not online. We're not on the line. Yes, we are online. What well, are you talking about? Sure, we are sort of on the literally line. the people anyway, watching us. You right got to find a way into the Zoom meeting. That's your job number one. Make it happen. Let's go. Hey, everybody, before, thank you again. Before we're for... done, before we're done, before oh. we're done. Sorry. Sorry. Yep. I this I wanted to ask you this, but then I forgot, and then we can get out of here. Do you think we as a podcast, me and you, underrated Sonny Gray prior to the signing and kind of downplayed how good he was? Most definitely. And that's because we that's were our our uh heads were filled with Yamamoto's. With you we had Yoshi on our mind. We did still do 100%. By the way. still do. That hasn't left. I still want him as a cardinal. I still wanna I wanna be on opening day and seeing one of those two riding in a truck and the other one in the bullpen warming up. That's what I want. Me too. Me too. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully. And Jordan Walker sitting between the Dalmatians on the Clydesdale again. Thing. I still want again. that to happen. Yeah, we got to make that happen. I don't think so. He's All too right. big. I don't think that. I think it'll <laughs> Anyway, exciting news coming up that at least we're pretty excited about. We think you guys will like it as well. We got a few other things cooking right now. So again, thank you all so much for listening, for viewing. Tell a friend. We greatly appreciate you. Hit that subscribe button, and we'll talk to you soon. Go Cards.